if you think to yourself, I wish it was easier, I wish I had more support, I wish I could be more of myself at work, then welcome to the club. The reality is fintech is not that sexy. It is hard work, but it is super fun and fulfilling. Why? Because most of us are in a vulnerable financial position and suffer from money stress. So our job as fintechers is to come up with solutions. Welcome to Fintech Product, the place to be for career advice for women in fintech. I am Moni Millares and I've built a career building digital banks from scratch, both in the UK and Southeast Asia. I strongly believe in togetherness and I'm here to open up, share and bring fintech product and leadership experts together so that you don't have to start from scratch to thrive in your career in fintech. I'm Mexican-British living in Asia and I'm recognized as Singapore 65 fintech product leaders and women in fintech. Hello fintechers and welcome back to fintech product. So today we're going to have a deep conversation about blockchain. Why? Because we need to learn about it. We cannot just like pretend that it's not there. We need to put our act together and understand what it is and why it is important that we understand it and see how is it that we can take action. So for this topic, I thought it was just the best person to come and talk to us is Lavinia D. Osborne. So Lavinia is the founder of Women in Blockchain Talks the founder of Crypto Queen's NFT Marketplace, and she is LinkedIn Top Voices of 2021. So like I said, she's a super expert and she's here to share all her wisdom. So Lavinia, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for inviting me, Monica. I'm so happy to be here dialing in from Warsaw, Poland, because we live in a world where we can communicate, we can operate, we can do business, we can, you know, do podcasts, record podcasts, interviews from anywhere in the world. What a glorious time to be alive, especially for a woman entrepreneur. I love that energy. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. but that is true. It's like you are in Poland. I am in Malaysia, you know, and it's like, and we've been connecting in LinkedIn for the past months or so. We got to know each other and then it's like, oh, cool, let's do this together. That's the power of technology. Yes. And it just changed in the past two and a half years or so, mm-hmm. like really, really. Mm-hmm. So let's get started. Why is it important for us to understand blockchain? Okay, I think it's important to say I am a blockchain advocate and of what blockchain stands for. What does it stand for to me, in my opinion? It stands for the ability to remove the middleman. It's decentralized, right? When we think about the public ledger, right? Because there's different forms of blockchain. There's hybrid, there's private. When I talk about blockchain, I'm talking about public ledger. So Ethereum. Uh, Bitcoin, Cardano, et cetera, et cetera, right? But blockchain, the technology, what excites me so much is because it removes the middleman and it is decentralized, because it is decentralized, it means that the barriers to entry are super low. And that means there is the opportunity for many diverse individuals to come into this space and also, if you remove that intermediary 
essence, it helps to reduce cost, create efficiency and effectiveness, not just for a few, but for a many. What was you going to say? Thank you. And I have a question, very basic question that I'm sure all the fintechers listening will have the same question too. When you say we remove the middleman, mm -hmm. what does that mean? We remove the middleman from where? And who is the middleman? Okay. So there's various middlemen, right? When you look at business and the exchange of uh, produce and consumerism. So an example, an example is the banks. So usually making a transfer from one person to another, or one entity to another, you would need to go through a bank or a financial institution. Let's look at the remittance market. The remittance yeah. market is worth billions. And many people from developing backgrounds who move to a Western or more developed uh, economy will, will use a remittance intermediary, such as Western Union, yes. to send funds. Okay? Now, the reasons why, the reason, one of the reasons why the remittance um, uh, industry is so massive, is so, you know, lucrative, is because there wasn't any other way of doing it. And there's a big margin every time that you send money abroad. Exactly. There's a big margin. Okay. So what Bitcoin did, it was the first example, the first case study where you could remove that intermediary, remove that middle right, because it's decentralized, and do peer-to-peer. -peer. And in doing that, it reduced the cost of sending funds over to a loved one. Mm -hmm. And it also was instant. Now, there was another aspect to this, which is very important. Not everybody has ID. So if you didn't have ID and someone's sending funds to a Western Union, how do you actually access it? Yes. You can't your identity. With Bitcoin, there was no need to prove your identity. So not only did it reduce cost, not only was it quick and efficient, but it also allowed the many rather than the few. That is true. Yes. And this is very key. And if yes. you take that just as that small example and amplify it across the board, you will see that blockchain is powerful and the impact that it can make and has already made within the different industry is powerful. And that is why blockchain. I like that. Can you expand on other use cases where we can apply blockchain such that we understand the power of powerful? Sure. So I, Women in Blockchain Talks is a diversity-led focusing on gender equality. But in my opinion, you can't talk about one group and promote diversity for one group and not look at the whole spectrum. So generational, age, uh, uh, ethnicity, language, right? So most times when you look at this space, we are looking at this space from an anglicized point of view, meaning most of the information that is out there is in English. Produced in English, yes. Right. And so that means there is a barrier to entry for those who don't understand English or their English is limited, right? Yes. So when blockchain talks is open to all genders, but the focus is on women. Now, to answer your question, um, the reason, an example of this is ownership. 
right? Decentralization and the ability of ownership. When we look at web point one, that was about information, right? Yes. So that was your dial-up AOL and your Google, your, your taking information, right? Your learning. It's giving yep. you access to information. Web point two, that was about the creator economy. Now you are able to create information and put it on the internet via YouTube, WordPress, et cetera, et cetera. Web point three is about the creator economy, but at a higher level, it's like an evolution because included in that is ownership. Now, the reason I talked about women in blockchain talks and women is because there has been a, we've have historical data that shows women having ownership has been a challenge. It has been a fight and it's a fight that still continues because there's still parts, places in this world in 2022 where women can't have ownership or they have to go through a male family member. Yes. Right? Yes. Have I've seen, I've seen that here. Like that is part of society. Yes. Right. All right. So to have a bank account, you need to have a male counterpart of your family representative open it for you. So this is not just, you know, when we talk about gender equality, it's not something we're making up. It is a real, real thing. So let's talk, go back to ownership and we're point mm -hmm. three. What I love. So here's the example. What I love and what makes blockchain so powerful is the ability to create ownership. And this is how. This is an example of how one can do it. So you create an NFTs, and NFT is a non-fungible token. A non-fungible token ultimately is a digital asset, is a form of a digital asset. And in Web Point Two, if there was a gaming platform and they created assets which you then purchase, if something happened to that platform, all the assets would go because yes. the assets fundamentally belongs to that platform. Whereas with Web Point Three. And for example, the use of NFTs, that NFT, you own it, it's in your wallet. So it belongs to you, but you can utilize it on the platform, which may have created it. That means if anything happens to that platform, you still have ownership of that asset. And that asset can still have value, irrelevant of the platform, maybe no longer existing. This is powerful because when you have ownership of something, it means you can, you know, trade it, you can rent it, you can sell it, or you can pass it down to the next generation, depending on the value of it. And sometimes what is valuable or what has a, a value today of this amount could have this value in the future. Another example of this, and we'll go back to Bitcoin, in certain parts of the world, young people, particularly women, were learning and they had to learn what they were learning about because if they sh said or showed that it was about, for example, coding, and this is true life story, um, coding, then they wouldn't have been allowed to go to the workshops. And so oh, these wow. workshops, right? So these were, and it was in Afghanistan. And uh, so these workshops, they had to say it was like sewing or something domestic, right? And they couldn't be paid because if they were paid, the money would directly have to go to the head of the house, generally the man. Okay. So they were paid in Bitcoin. Now you might say, well, what could they have done with Bitcoin? But it's not just about having the Bitcoin. It's about I've earned it and it's mine and no one can yes. take it away. 
from yes, me. It is. This yes. so powerful. Ownership. It is. It is. It is. It is. Because it is your thing. Exactly. And the head of the family, let's say, cannot take it away from you. It is yours. Exactly. And when you think about blockchain, once again, as another example, you know, data, how is our data being used against us? How has other people, um, you know, um, uh, leveraged the value from our data? With blockchain, we get to own our data. We have more control over how our data is used, who is using it, because we can see everything on the blockchain. That is powerful. Now, this is a technology that is still nascent. And so it takes right minds, innovative minds, diverse minds to come into this space and to be able to say, okay, this is how we can use this technology for good. Yes. And that's a really good point, especially like for this podcast, ladies listening, it's like we work in fintech. We work in product. So all this information that Lavinia is like giving to us, it's for us to absorb it and then say, hey, how can we apply this to our day-to-day jobs where our job as fintechers is to help people with their financial life, basically. So it's like, how can we be that person that thinks and challenges and says, okay, we have this. How do we integrate that into our use cases? How do we solve these customer problems? It's not mm. just theory. And right now it's still a little bit new, but just give it like two to three years. It will not be new. It's just like we need to put our minds to think and work. How is it that we can apply this in our real life creating products for fintech? And you know, this is the thing, right? There's so many different levels. There's some people who won't want to touch blockchain in their work, but maybe you're looking at leveraging crypto. Yes, we're in a a crypto winter, right? It's, it's, a, a, it's a bear market across the board. But then you could do cost dollar averaging or pound dollar averaging or whatever the currency it is. Start small, 20 pounds a month, you know, or just buying crypto, be it Ethereum or Bitcoin. And that's just you doing it on a personal level, right? Or you could be like, okay, one of the things, uh, one of the, just to digress a little bit, the UN has 17 SDGs, the Sustainable Development Goals. Number one is financial equity. How can I use blockchain in my company, in my work, as you just touched upon, to leverage that SDG? How can we create solutions thinking about the 17 SDGs, in particular SDG 1, financial equity, using blockchain, right? You may want to start a side hustle, right? Using, creating your own solution, not just thinking about how we can bring it into my workplace. So, very, 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 very good point. So, if I am listening, how do I get into putting my hands dirty and either find a job, create a project, or invest in blockchain so that it's like practical? Sure. What do I need to do? So, I would say the first step is women in blockchain talks, right? Someone said to me the other day, well, you know, if we're supposed to get in the space, how do we get started? Hello, this is why I do podcasts, right? Yes. So when blockchain talks is global. Um, and so join our community, ask questions, follow me on LinkedIn, women in blockchain talks on LinkedIn. And, and again, ask questions, join some of our free events online. Um, if you're based in London or based in like, I'm here today in Warsaw because we're, um, we're launching women in blockchain talks global chapter. 
And so the objective is to help women who want to come into this space to do so where they're at. I'm all about where other people go to where they are at. So we're doing uh, Warsaw today. We've got Manchester, UK, Berlin and Barcelona coming up and we're expanding, right? So we are, you know, we're very proactive in reaching out and delivering the information. So the first one, join Women in Blockchain Talks, follow me, ask your questions, okay? Yeah. Um, we have different, you know, I have a crypto workshop, et cetera, et cetera. If you want to do it yourself, there's many different resources out there. But a number of people are like, well, who can I trust? I don't know if this is a good information or bad information. But even if you look at some of the top uh, crypto exchanges, such as Coinbase or Binance, um, crypto.com, they will have instructional information, right? So it isn't like there is a lack of information out there. So if you're just looking to do dollar cost averaging, create your wallet, there's information out there. Now, if you want to start your own business, of course, you need to think about um, what to, what is the business idea? Who are going to be the um, the technical in in um, technical uh, teammates? You need to obviously put your business plan together, and that can take time. Yes, I have a question on that. So let's say that we say, "Hey, I want to start a business, whatever it mm -hmm. is." But let's say some ideas that come to mind without thinking about blockchain. Some people say. Hey, I want to get into e-commerce and sell clothes. Others, oh, I want to be a designer. Others, I want to sell cakes. Others, I want to start consulting, start a media company. There's like manufacturer stuff. There's like mm -hmm. certain types of businesses, right? But then mm -hmm. what change in mindset do we have to do to then say, oh, instead of doing business the way that I know it, I'm going to think of business and overlap it with blockchain. What does that mean or how do we do that mindset change? Well, the first thing is, do you need blockchain? If you don't need blockchain to create social impact, a social impact business, then don't use it, you know? But if your objective is to create transparency, trackability, traceability using a public ledger, and you want to create uh, ownership within that, then blockchain could be a purposeful mechanism. I would always say, just like any business, do your research, see what's out there. Maybe the question is not about you creating it, but joining a team that's already doing what you want to do, right? Yeah. Now, that viable for some, that may not be viable for others. Maybe you'll look at what they're doing and thinking, I could do it uh, better. Some of the engineers that created some of the now top blockchain, public blockchains out there, such as Cardano, Polkadot, Ethereum, they were engineers at Bitcoin. That's what they started. Mm, of course. Everything is an evolution. And just like, you know, you just got to apply common sense and logic, right? Blockchain can be applicable. Maybe blockchain isn't going to be applicable. And how, which blockchain, you know, um, protocol are you going to use? Um, and then once you have decided which uh, blockchain protocol you want to use, you may join that uh, community, right? And in doing so, they may. Oh, we want you to build on our protocol, right? And therefore, we will help you. We can fund you to a degree. So there are accessibilities and pathways. But this is a key. People don't know what they don't know. And this is the reason why joining a community where you can ask questions, find mentors, connect with other people so you can collaborate is so important, especially for women. Yes. And I think that's spot on. 
Yeah, and like you said, especially for women. One of the yeah. things that I've noticed in the past months or so, as I meet more and more people via LinkedIn or just in life, is that what I've noticed it's like that, and this is just like generalization. Some men, and I've seen this throughout my career, happening in the UK, happening in Mexico, and happening in Malaysia. As a man in, let's say, in financial services, if I have a question about work, I just ask my mates. Mm -hmm. And they use that word, right? It's like, it's just like, yeah, I'll just ask my mates that they are in all these other banks and everybody knows each other. As a woman, if I have a question, I don't have my mates to go and ask a question. I need to figure it out on my own. <laughs> so yeah. that's why the power of community is so important because then I don't need to have like this network of mates to go and ask for any help or insights. I can yeah. just tap into the community and say, hey, community, I have this question. And everybody's just like willing to help each other. Exactly. And that is exactly. like spot on. Yes. Yeah. To leverage community. Exactly. And I'll tell you, one of the key things that I love about Web3 is very community orientated, you know, and I think it's also very much purpose orientated as well. I mean, there's people in this space that's always going to be about profit. Um, but I think there's a big ideology even of purpose and, um, yeah, purpose. And uh, what was the term that was, uh, I just used a uh, purpose and what was the term that I just said? My brain is thinking Impact. so quickly. Impact, powerful uh, community. Yeah. Exactly. You know, so um, that's what I feel like uh, uh, blockchain is, or in Web.3, which of course is part of blockchain ecosystem, is all about. So, you know, I always say to individuals, you can't amplify silence. So if you're going to come into this space, come into the space with intention, right? Yes. Use your voice. And that's what Women in Blockchain Talks is about. It's about giving a platform and just support and a sense of safety, safe space for women to lead and leverage their skill sets. And, you know, there are many roles in this space where they need um, certain skill sets that you can transfer into this space. Yes. So, again, there's a lot of opportunities. You just need to ask questions, come in. Be part and of the community. Be part of the community and be part of a value-orientated, minded mindset. I love that. As part of the questions, last question of asking questions. <laughs> what is the biggest mistake that you've done in your journey? You know what? I, there's lessons every day and they all lead to the outcome to where I am today. Um, I wouldn't say there's anything that I regret because I've been an entrepreneur for a number of years and I've used the lessons that I had beforehand to lead me into what I'm doing now. So I, I feel quite self-assured about my abilities because I've had all these years to hone them. And, you know, the market is ready. And when I say the market is ready, I, the, 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 the response from the market, from the people I've interacted with has been quite positive. So that tells me that people want what I'm offering. Um, so I wouldn't, I, I, I can't say there's anything that I regret to be quite honest. I mean, I'm a grassroots business and as a grassroots business is you've got to be slow and sure like the tortoise. I'm not the hare, right? And so I take my time. I work with intention and purpose and, and passion and, and compassion. And yes. here I am 
three years later, just celebrating three years last month. So, what? yes, what, what, what? congrats, congrats. Thank you. Amazing. So, so, where can people find you? They can find me on LinkedIn. I'm very, very, very active on LinkedIn. And you can find me on uh, Twitter as well. And also Women in Blockchain Talks. And then we have our different communities. So, yeah, follow me. Follow me that. And we also have um, a big event coming up in, in, uh, in March, just after International Women's Day. It's going to be a three-day event, the first of its kind, um, where women uh, will be speaking. So instead of like a women's panel at a conference, it's going to be women speaking and non-binary. So very diverse. And I'm very excited about it. So, Amazing. you know, if you're listening, then maybe it's a place that you want to be. It is exactly. a place that you Yes, exactly, exactly, exactly. Well, all the very best, Lavinia. And thank you so much for like leading the way for all of us. Because that's what you're doing. You're like leading the way and opening doors for everyone else to be like, okay, cool. Yes, I want to come in. I don't know how to. Well, now you have a platform, you have a community to go to and be like, yes, here's how to. And it's a exactly. community. Exactly. Awesome. It's been a pleasure having you in the show. Thank you. Thank you so much, Monica. Appreciate Thank you. you. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye, everyone. Hello again. It's been an absolute pleasure. I learned tons from this conversation, and hopefully you gained some insights, knowledge, or inspiration. It could mean the world if you follow, share, and rate the show, because it gives me feedback. And remember, if you have fintech, product, career, or life direction questions, reach out. I'm always happy to help. Go to my LinkedIn page, Monica Millares, and send me a connection request. DM me and book time for a free mentoring session. See you next week. Ciao, ciao.